We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Thursday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. We'll get Jeffrey Wright on the horn in a minute. We do that every uh, single Thursday morning, even though it's the first one in a long time. We haven't had football this weekend. Super Bowl still a week away. But we'll find plenty to talk to them about. There's plenty of They're NFL still playing news. That? Uh, do what? They still playing that game? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, at least. I have not seen huh. an update this morning, but apparently. So. It's interesting. Yep. Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Also next door to the Oxford Exxon, the Oxford Crystal. You know, told you yesterday, continue to tell you that you uh, – the Sunriser is now made with the larger round sausage combo, five ninety nine. The Sunriser just two ninety nine. It's a better value. Good deal for breakfast there at the Oxford Crystal, and then of course when you're at the Oxford Exxon ribs, lunch specials, and plenty more up and down I fifty five throughout North Mississippi as well. So let them take care of you. You're coming into town or leaving. Weather pretty uh, nasty. I think it's finally going to get out of here sometime late this afternoon. I saw from the National Weather Service out of Memphis late last night. They said about 18 more hours, and then after that we would finally be free of uh, what has become uh, an annoying week from a weather standpoint. So that and more, again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. That number, call it, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Uh, right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, the rest completely up to you. I know the birds are back. I'm working on it because we're going to have Jeffrey on in a minute, and I've got to put him on that line, and I've got to figure it out. I haven't figured it out. It is what it is. Are we calling it birds? That's what people are okay. Someone says it's a hole-in-one. Some people call it birds. I get it. I know it. It is what it is. Okay. Yep. It's one of those things where you want to go, we're not Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? I wish we were. I do <laughs> So much. That would help. That'd be nice. 662-257-1900 that number. Call it. Ask for Corey. Uh, he'll be your car guy. He'll be your truck guy. Great service. The people there are amazing. They'll really take great care of you. Again, 662-257-1900. Jeffrey, other guests, join on the uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive, you want to put your career in your own hands, you're um, looking to diversify, Andy can help. 
He's a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream uh, through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free, so you got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Jeffrey, ready? Uh, I need to get him. Okay. So if I'm right, and I probably am, there's going to be that little noise in the background. It's just there. So I don't. I'm going to try to get Landon out here to fix it. Probably going to be tomorrow. Today's not going to be that day in all likelihood, but we'll get it. We will get it fixed. Are you surprised that uh, Kirk Ferentz is not firing his son? No, said no changes at all from the staff standpoint there in Iowa. I am not surprised. That's a lot of capital right there now. If you can let that shit show stay. Right, I mean that's like it, not only hiring him and getting him to that point, but the nepotism that it takes to keep him keep him is phenomenal. He's got to go home to his wife and say, "Hey, I fired our son." I know, the father of our grandchildren, Jeffrey. How are you? Who are we talking about? Kurt Ferentz. He didn't fire his uh, offensive coordinator son. Yeah, well, my, my 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 headphones. Yours don't work. Okay, hold on. Who who was surprised by that? He has Chase was surprised. This has nothing. I, I see. This is where I disagree with you. I don't think this is about a family dynamic. I think this is the dynamic where parents just parents owns the school. Well, that's what I think too. There's no one that can tell parents to fire him. Like this has nothing. In the end, the problem is not Kirk parents can't fire his kid. You should make the assumption Kirk parents isn't going to fire his kid. He should be in a position where there's some sort of accountability. And if you've chosen to not have that, then you have to live with the consequences. And the consequences are you got to go watch that offense again. Yeah, I mean, I guess the point was, I mean, that's like the ultimate bit of just capital, though, where you can basically do whatever you want, including in your own family with a football program, a university, and no one can say anything to you. Correct. And then that's why I just never – I always roll my eyes when everyone goes – well, nobody knows more, wants to win more than these coaches. Bullshit. They got they they're human beings too. They they got things they want to do. I think he's close to oh, the end, though. You think some of it's like out of the hell with it? I'm just going to go out on my own terms. Well, no, I I don't. I, okay, I think hold on. It, have, like they sound is Jeff Jeff on mine. He doesn't. They're saying he sounds like a robot. So I've got some sort of. Let me figure it out. I can hear feedback too from. My hang on. Is this any better? It's not you. It's it's something on my end. I got to figure it out. I'm hearing less feedback now. On well, never mind. There it is. I'm having one of these weeks where I just want to go hide somewhere for like a month or two and just like dig a hole and sit in it for a little while. I can't. Every time you try to improve something, you make ten things worse. And I realize this is horrible. I mean, I'll cut it out of the actual podcast. Doesn't really matter. We miss you, Jeff. Need some audio producing stuff. You're saying Jeff, I know what what happened. He was he was fooling with like uh, he was fooling with like different because I was trying to figure out how to do. Remember, I was telling you I wanted to be able to fix sound effects, and I, 
I couldn't I couldn't do it. So he was trying to fix that. Hold on a second. One of those days. It's fine. It's yeah, it's it it telling Chase to take it away. Chase doesn't know either because I said I I set all this stuff up. I kind of wish Chase had set it up. Well, I think they want me to feel, but I didn't know if Jeffrey was still there. Like I was oh. going to talk about something, but I mean, you know what they're I mean? Saying he's, like, they're saying he's here. Oh. Or he says can. he's here. Can oh. you hear us, Jeffrey? Yes, I'm I'm still here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. What's your initial take on next weekend, Jeffrey? Were you a little surprised to see the line steam to Philly? I didn't even see the line. So it opened essentially as a pick or maybe even I think some books were like half a point to Kansas City. And by, you know, by the end of the night, it was already to Philly two and a half, which is where it seems like it's kind of sitting. I don't know. I'm a little, little hesitant because during the game, I was sitting there thinking like, I don't having watched both. Of them, I was like, who, whoever wins the AFC game, I am hammering that team. And then when you see the line react like that, it ain't reacting to idiots like me picking, uh, you know, I, I'm not moving the line. And so the fact that they move the line has me a little, a little skeptical. And there is like, there is a part of me that acknowledges, like, I think that Philly San Francisco game should kind of be just thrown out in general in terms of trying to make something of it. I'm not saying that Philly's win should be, but like viewing that as context for, for predictive purposes, like that game to me, was just like something that happened and you should move on. But there is an element of, okay, they've won their, they've won their two playoff games by like a combined six touchdowns. Should they, I feel like maybe I should respect them a little bit more, but I still find myself thinking, Hertz is if Hertz gets into one of these games where it's going to be about him making throws, I don't feel good about him because even on Sunday you saw like I think if that game stayed more competitive, if Purdy could have stayed healthy, like I I don't know I I thought Philly's first touchdown was kind of fluky, and I just wasn't all that impressed with Philly when I was watching. They also, I mean, they the, the Eagles have been the best team in the NFC the entire season. I understand the 49ers and the quarterback stuff and how good one, they were at a point, though. Where, one game with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. One game. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but, I mean, we're talking about a full – I, I, for some reason, I think the Eagles win. I think we've undervalued them because the Eagle is on the helmet in a way. No, I think we've undervalued them because of who they, who they're playing quarterback. And frankly, the road. I mean, they beat the, I mean, well, no, you know, they beat the that, Giants, like, who are not the most talented team in the world, than last week. I mean, you really haven't seen them even get into a playoff game where you go, "Oh, wow, this is a this is a challenge in a way." Well, and I and I also think if you look at their schedule this year, you know, they had a very very soft schedule for a team to go. You know, whatever it was, fourteen and three, thirteen and four, thirteen and four, I guess. But I think they were. Were they twelve? I think they were either twelve and one with Hertz or thirteen and one with Hertz. He's going to get that massive deal, isn't he? Feedback. Uh, in a way, I don't know. Like I feel like it depends on what happens this year. But yeah, I mean, he does also fall into the category of, even though he's not my cup of tea at quarterback, 
the guy does everything you want your quarterback to do. You know what I mean? Like he's always prepared, plays hard, represents the franchise well. I just wonder if we're getting into this day and age though, where everything's going to be, everything has become so short term in the NFL. Are we going to start to see more of like more quarterback careers that resemble, you know, running back careers where you just run these guys to death. They're going to, they're going to make it, you know, seven, eight years. But after that, they're just going to be kind of done. What's the cause of that though? It's interesting. I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to kind of run it through my head as you're talking, but what would be the reason? Uh, the the Bill Parcells, sells a running quarterback in the NFL is a dead okay. quarterback. In the sure. NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's more of a workshop than it is like I think this is going to happen. But well, the interesting thing that though is how many dead contracts you have in different things because you're that that is they're not going to hit that expiration until you are because of today's world the way quarterbacks and contracts work you're going to pay them forty five million dollars a year before they hit that spot. It's why I think you need to be comfortable doing the. It's why they're going to be upset. The owners are going to be pissed, but you're going to get more of these. You're going to get more of these Deshaun Watson type deals where it's going to be four years, but you're going to pay most of it guaranteed. But you're going to care more about, listen, I want to be able to get off this contract if this thing ain't working, you know, three or four years from now. I'm jumping all over the place, but I want I wanted to mention this with you yesterday, and Neil and I did not discuss Tom Brady stuff. Where do you think Greg Olson sticks? Because Brady can jump into the booth immediately. He basically gets that spot. I mean, is Olson becoming a free agent after? I mean, my opinion. I don't know if you and I have talked about this on the show, of course, over the course of the season, but he was much better than Romo this year. Is it odd that the number one color guy is just completely on the market because of Brady? So, Romo had a bad year. Like, I just don't think that's really deniable for anyone that watched for anyone that watched all of his games. He had a, he did not have a good year. I mean, and for everyone that wants to say that I coming from some position of bias, Dick Enberg or I beg your Dick Ebersol even said he was having a bad year. And that's like his mentor in the business. So consider the source. I think what is interesting is in fairness to, in fairness to like, everyone that's like, this isn't fair to Olsen. Olsen knew the scoreboard when he was doing it. You know what I mean? Olsen didn't take the gig and then all of a sudden find out that Brady was Brady was going to be the man in waiting. My concern is I do not think Brady's going to be good. And the justification for the take would be you can make all the, you can make all the, the eye rolls you want, Peyton was always very good at commercials. Whenever Peyton was on camera, SNL commercials, it was always very good. Every time Brady's on camera, it's very awkward and it's cringeworthy. Now, I don't know if y'all saw the the New York Post report about this topic. This was the one thing that caused me to reconsider my prediction. Andrew Marchand writes that Brady's camp is selling him as he's going to be the Johnny Miller of NFL broadcast. He's going to be the guy that's willing to, you know, call guys out and just give his unfiltered opinion. If he does that, I'm in. I don't care how awkwardly he delivers it. Like, it's not like Johnny Miller was some great television presence, but he was great. 
if Brady does that, I'm in. I'm also skeptical of whether or not he's going to do that because the league is not very keen on letting critical people cover them. Why was Romo so bad? What changed? So did you did you read the theory? I think Ebersol even mentioned the theory. Romo's Romo's struggles were always going to come the the further away from playing he got. So when he was still, you know, one or two years removed from, oh, yeah, I've watched this on film. I've seen this on film. He was going to be really good. But inevitably, the, the further and further he'd get away from the league, the less and less intimate knowledge he would have. And therefore, his gimmick, which is kind of knowing, you know, predictive and knowing stuff, that gimmick starts to wear away because it's not going to be as effective. And then... You know, part of I think part of the problem with him this year is he would kind of fake enthusiasm and we kind of just are wired to just kind of have BS radar. And then I realized it was over when did you see his hair dye this year? <laughs> Trying too hard all the way around. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, this is where we, we need a reboot and we, we need to we need to. We need to take, we don't need a 30 second timeout. We need a full timeout. Like let's get to the bench and let's, let's get the grease board out. We, we got problems here. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a certain, definitely try too hard. Just talk so much. Couldn't shut up. It, it kind of be, became such the cartoon of it. Yeah. It's like, maybe limit that. Maybe. Got in his own head a little bit. Confident guy goes, you know what? I got I this. Don't worry. We're going to talk. I actually think this is part of it. Um, you know, the part of my take guys have been uber critical of him since basically day one. And I do think they they very much sway the opinion of the Internet and the Internet got in his ass this year. And you can Ooh. tell he was in his own head. And I also think there's an element of, hey, man, when you get the big deal, you start thinking, you know, you're not. If you're paying me $19 million or whatever it was, is it 17, 19? I can't remember. What is it a year? Yeah, something like that. Because Brady signed 20, right? I think it was basically a million dollars a game. Okay. And if you're paying me that, I'm not really that inclined to read your notes. You know what I mean? That's a bad thing. I agree. But I'm just saying, like, I think that I, I, if, if people are asking, like, what happened, like, to me, like, well, that's part of the story. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess back back to the beginning of that as we move on. I just I, I get it. Olsen being up for market here is just fascinating to me because Romo stuck in this deal. I mean, can can they get rid of him? I don't think. I don't think. I think you're pot committed if you're CBS. Because you you can't really demote him either, though, right? No, that's the problem. You're going to pay nineteen sure million dollars or whatever to the number two guy. I'm well. I'm sure you're also. See, the, I never thought CBS is where Olsen would go. The question for me is, do you pair Olsen up with Tariko? Mm. But NBC's got this nice little family family affair going on. I mean, are they grooming Collinsworth's kid to take over? Oh. I mean, are you are you paying attention? Like, like they are grooming him. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill, johnsonhillcreamery.com, Instagram page. 
Valentine's Day pre-orders ready to go. Buy the dozen. You can get cannolis, macarons, chocolate-covered strawberries, brown butter, chocolate chip cookies. It is still king cake season. A lot of different flavors, including their new blueberry cheesecake. 24 hours notice to take care of that with Johnson Hill Creamery. You can order most of it right there online. Pick up for the Valentine's Day. It's on Valentine's Day. That's 10 to 5 o'clock open on that day. So johnsonhillcreamery.com slash shop to place your order today. Podcast also brought to you by uh, Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in uh, Madison, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in uh, multiple states, uh, advisors in multiple states as well. So uh, if you... What they do is they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. Investing is treated like a commodity. Uh, decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotion. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Valentine's Day, about two weeks away now. If you are uh, shopping for jewelry, we highly recommend Lamins Fine Jewelry in Oxford, 1126. North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, children's jewelry, collectibles, and so much more. They've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Uh, we're also brought to you by ACS. ACS owned by Clay McNutt, the Beast of Baldwin there in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider. A Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff. A UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for the next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync for your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. Again, they can transfer your medications easily. One call, they take care of the rest. Again, 662-236-2222. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about it from that side, that standpoint. Now, is the league going to go for that? I don't know. And that's the other thing. You can be critical of Collinsworth. I tip my cap to him. That guy survived, what, three different networks and has been, you know, gainfully employed for now, what, since the 90s at Fox? I'll tell you, he catches crap. He's completely fine to me, and he has evolved throughout football to do – he's avoided the kind of thing we're talking about with Romo. He's just kind of been himself and not – I mean, look, he can have his try-too-hard moments. Don't get me wrong, and when you're on that much, you're going to have plenty of issues and neg negative stuff, but – I kind of give him a lot of credit for not devolving into this kind of year like Tony just had. You know what I mean? I mean, he's just sort of been the dude he is for three decades. Yeah, and, you know, he kind of started off, remember, early in his career, he was kind of the edgier, critical guy, and he was able to kind of morph into a guy that the NFL was willing to have on their lead broadcast for so long. Um, 
I don't know. I thought Herb Street was perfectly fine this year. I thought Al was the problem. Like, if you want to talk about, like, real questions I have is, like, man, Al was terrible this year. And I don't know if it was being bitter over the fact that he views Amazon as not being on TV. I don't know if he was upset because the game sucked like they did. Um, But he was just not good this year. And, you know, are they going to try and freshen that up? You know, is Kirk, does Kirk become a sacrificial lamb because they have more money, obviously, in Al? And Al's a bigger legend. So do you maybe try to freshen that up? Do you maybe move Collinsworth, try to move Collinsworth there? Because the Amazon broadcast is apparently like NBC leftovers or like, like you know, it's like an old school NBC team that either they paid more money to or just were kind of, uh, it's basically just people that Al was comfortable working with. So maybe does Olsen switch to NBC with Tariko and then, then you put Collinsworth with, Al for a comfort level, I don't know. I mean, I I would imagine there's also some contractual issues. The thing about the thing about Marshawn's story with Olsen is Olsen has Olsen would still get bumped to their number two crew, and that still paid, according to Marshawn, three million a year. But the the thing in his contract is if a number one gig opens, he's allowed to pursue it. Sure. But you gotta also remember CBS is very much in the they they love them some Nate Burleson. And I mean, are they really just gonna skip over Nate Burleson for Greg Olson? Like there's a lot of politics that come into all this. Curious when this gets mapped out. Still got a little while before we do that. Let's uh let's let's move though, because I'm curious about something. You watch plenty because of gambling and different reasons. Neil and I started talking about Chris Beard last week. Obviously know where this thing is headed with Ole Miss. Young coaches, coaches in general. Who do you like out there? Who would you put on a board for Ole Miss? Well, let's discuss the beard thing. Mm -hmm. Just acknowledge, (laughs) if you are someone that wants Chris Beard, just acknowledge you never have the right to talk about morality. Well, no, it's completely gone forever. Because the truth is, he was charged with a felony domestic abuse, not because of what his fiance said, but because of the evidence that was physically apparent when the cops showed up. Oh, I, look, I, I think there's just a very narrow thing where you can hire him right now. I I, I don't think he's oh, overly no, hired. I, I agree. I would also point out this might be the only point in time where Ole Miss could possibly hire Chris Beard. Oh, it is. That's 100% well, true, including I even in, I, I mean, because here, here's the thing. If if it's any easier to do it next year, it'll be even easier next year for 20 other programs to do it. Okay, but let me present a counter. Let me play a little devil's advocate with you. Sure. He sold his house in mm-hmm. Austin. He did. He got his last paycheck. Um, He's getting no money, best I can tell right now. Um. Are you really 100% convinced that that relationship between him and his fiance is till death do us part? Because in my experience, when the money starts to dwindle, uh, relationships that are not exactly on solid ground tend to fall apart. What if all of a sudden she's playing good soldier right now to try to get him another gig? All of a sudden, 
all of a sudden there's no more gigs and it dries up for just a little bit and all of a sudden she starts talking that's worst case scenario for for chris beard or anyone that would maybe hire chris beard no i mean right or wrong there's at least the perception that a lot of those recounted charges and changing of statement had to do with buyouts or money or potential income down the road and how how they were tied together in that way saving his job yeah of course yeah but I mean, I guess the point in saying that, yeah, it only it, it works best if they remain a unit. Anything less than that, and you're bringing some level of volatility into this thing. Hundred percent. No, I mean, to me, like this is you can say this is stupid, but this is exactly how I believe it. He needs to go and marry her immediately if I'm going to hire him. Anything for stability and the appearance of longevity. I I, I want them legally bound together. If if he's going to be my head coach, I'm not I'm not commenting on his life like that's. But I'm saying if I'm trying to hire him, that is going to happen. I mean, as crazy as this sounds, I think I agree with you. And again, I, I mean, I it, it's asinine, I, but sure. Wait, you and I are not. Well, no, no, no. This is a this is a protection thing. Yeah, I know. This is has no reflection on his life. Like if I, all I'm saying is if you want me to hire him. That is a condition of hiring. I'm I'm trying to decide what I think. You know I'm right. You do. You 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 want to play devil's advocate? Set up a situation where, at very minimum, you were fighting like hell, and make it. And for you to get this job, you have to stay either stay together with someone you were fighting like hell with, or legally open up tons of loss in a divorce settlement go rebs okay i'm okay you know i'm right if there's no show go ahead you need them legally bound to you for protection if you're going to hire him because let's be real you can give me all the excuses you want in the world i know enough to know this if you are 50, what is he, 51? Yeah, something like that. That is not the first time he has laid his hands on a woman. You don't just at 51 snap and do that. He's actually 49. He turns 50 in two weeks. Okay. Look. I I still contend at 49. That's not the first time he's viewed that as an option. I think that there is a due diligence to do because of the successful nature of his tenure everywhere he's been, how good of a basketball coach he is, but I would just be stunned if he is actually hireable in this cycle. My opinion. Closer to believing. I think he, I'll be stunned if he's closer to being hireable for like a while. I know we get super cynical we we've had some scumbags. We've not had the Austin Police Department show up at two thirty in the morning and go. He choked her. No, but yeah, I mean, straight from a from from that situation. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, everybody talks about Will Wade. He hadn't done that. So my my concern with Will Wade though is I don't think Will's a good basketball coach. All right, so here's I, my here, let me interrupt. Let yeah, me interrupt. Yeah. Let me interrupt before we do because because they're not hiring Will Wade. Will Wade's Will Wade's going to get a show cause. So the Will Wade thing, and I'll probably waste time sure. writing about it in ten thoughts. But I watched I watched Tennessee and Florida last night. All right, Todd Golden, young, energetic, West Coast Conference guy. They played their asses off and they beat Tennessee. 
I mean, they, they gave themselves a signature win, a shot to get in the tournament. I've watched Missouri a lot this year. Um, nobody was talking about Dennis Gates a year ago. Are we overthinking this? Can't you, can, can you not just go do your due diligence, put some money together, do it right, and go hire a young, energetic guy who's going to come in and, and, and run your program? Uh, I think the argument, the pushback would be that was kind of what happened in the SEC during the, the first part of the, the 2000s, the, you know, the mid, the middle part and then the early part of the 2010s. And there was like, that's why Arkansas basketball kept cycling through guys. I, I think the argument would be now that you make so much money and you're spending so much money, you don't have to go as high risk. Yeah. Maybe is that um, with that being said, I take more note of when you when you mention those names, I take more note of look at the hires seen from the last, you know, the last cycle. No one in the SEC was taking somebody else's guy, really. I mean, you know what I mean? Like all those guys were guys that would take P5 jobs no matter where they were. When frankly, didn't spend a ton of money on basketball. As much as the league has gotten better, the highest salary was $3 million a year, and that was Mike White. It's less than Kermit's making right now. Yeah, I mean, now, Mike's, doesn't Mike still get money from Florida? Does he have some offset deal maybe where he makes just a little extra, I guess? I don't know. I think Georgia kicks in three, but I think he's still getting money from Florida. Okay. But either but way, five points. of the six are due but to you, making two, two to two six or something like that. To your point, yes, it's guys that were willing to be cheap to take the job. I mean, to me, though, the question is, I care less about, honestly, like, I I have never been more convinced the SEC is a Jimmy's and Joe's league. I care less about who you get to run the program, and I care more about, are you going to pay for kids? Yeah, my, my question with Beard would be very simple, actually, as, and this is going to make me sound like a complete ass and you guys both know me really well i'm 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 not the wife beating type um what's that i lose you jeffrey no i'm here but here's my question about beard beyond i mean obviously i'd ask what happened tell me it's not gonna happen again his answer is gonna be it's not gonna happen again yeah but you gotta admit you can't ask him what happened no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I got to talk to her. I, I mean, look, the Austin police. I, I got to talk to a lot of people. But here's, but, but at the end of all of that, my question would still be: Okay, now that you've got this shitty reputation of being a bad person, and if you beat your wife, you've got a, you're a bad person. So now that you're a mercenary, can you still go get players? Will players still come play for you? Because that's the question. And then also, when you do sit in a living room and there's a female in there. Are you going to be able to address the elephant in the room? Or maybe they don't care. Maybe they'll be like, I don't care. As long as you give Johnny a million bucks, I really don't give a damn what you do. Don't hit Johnny. Maybe that's simple as that. I, I don't know. Those would be my questions with Beard would be, because look, I'm, I'm well past the stage of, hey, this is, this is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're molding young men. No, you're not. You're, you're in scoreboard business. You're trying to win right. games. You, you don't, no one cares about anything else. I mean, no one cares about anything else. It's all about winning. So can you still win? That would be my question. The way that you won at Texas Tech 
was by getting talent at Texas Tech that traditionally Texas Tech couldn't get. You were about to start winning big at Texas because you were bringing in a lot of really good basketball players who were really good at putting the ball in, in the cylinder. Can you still do that now that your reputation and, sucks? And further, there's an argument now. I think there's an argument in the industry that the Texas basketball job might be the best job in the country because it spins like the biggest of the big boys, yet you don't have the pressure of the biggest of the big boys. Yeah, it's certainly conceivable that it's a top two, three, four job with with in today's quiet part out loud. I mean, now that you're not asking for it under the table, you're asking for it over the table. Hell, you can figure out a way to write it off on your taxes. So they're going to have money. Well, I mean, like it it goes back to one of those one of the quotes from Kiffin yesterday that I thought was interesting when he's mentioning like, you know. I've had kids that say, like, you know, I like you, coach, but I'm going to go somewhere else for a year. If it doesn't work, then I'll, then I'll come here. Well, what's also impl- when it's also implied in that comment is, coach, they're paying me more right now, so I'm going to go there. If I don't like it, I'll come take the second payday. Yes, that's exactly what it says. Like, everyone's trying to set up multiple paydays, which is fine. But, like, like I think in the end, like, when you talk about the living room setting, don't you find yourself in life you're inclined to believe a company line a lot more when they say they're going to give you a bunch of money. Of course. Like in the end, I think he'll have enough of a canned response that, that people that are willing to, you know, that are, that are inclined to believe you when they see the the money in front, they will. The question that I have with beard is, can he prove that he can do it without a ton of money? Well, yeah, well, that's my thing. I mean, and can he, could he put that money together now, here? There are stories of him in Juco that he's always. But see, he, did he have a ton of money at Tech it, in the early when he built it? I mean, I don't know what kind of under the table money. That's what they I mean. Had, I wouldn't think Texas Tech went crazy. I mean, I know they had Bob Knight and all that, but I wouldn't well, look, think. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's he's a top ten basketball coach. He went thirty and five at Arkansas Little Rock. Went to the second round of the tournament. I think they just call it Little Rock now. So my they do. my apologies to. All the little rock listeners. You know what though? It's like it's like Lafayette. You're never. I'm never calling you Louisiana. Yeah, I, I know who you are. He, he he went to Texas Tech, and everyone. I did this yesterday, so I'll repeat it. Or the other day, whenever we talked about this last. Everyone goes. He took Texas Tech to the national final. He did, and the year before that, he took him to the Elite Eight. Well, because once you get to about sixteen eight in the tournament, it's just matchups and luck. He and honestly guard play, and he had yeah. he had an NBA guard. Now he's not a good NBA guard, but he had an NBA guard. But he took he took a team that was not loaded with NBA dudes to the final eight two years in a row, and once won two more games. If you can take a team to back to back elite eights and forward, you're a good coach. Might not be a great coach, but you're a good coach. That's indisputable. And so he's a really good coach. So the question would be, could he put $2 million worth of NIL together here and go get enough players to coach them into the top five, six teams in the SEC and make the tournament and then win a couple of games in the tournament here and there? Because if he did, nobody would ever look back and go, yeah, you know, but he's a bad dude. College sports is full of bad dudes. Until he does it again and then you're screwed. And then you, made a mis- and then you fire him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm bouncing all over the place because last week I thought, okay, if he's cleared and it's whatever, as we talk about it more, I think he's less hireable. 
today well, than four days ago. I, I did I just the I, I, oh, at I the can. end of the, at the end of the I, day, I'm with you. At I, the end of the day, I don't think I could do it. No, but from a thought from a thought exercise yeah, process, yeah, yeah. it is a fascinating thing because unless well, there you're is also the, people need to also acknowledge Texas did fire him. They did. Now and, and they, they basically suspended him immediately. They never really considered bringing him back. They just no. They had Hugh freezed him. Legalese. They did what Ross and them did to Hugh Freeze, where they went, "Look, I don't really." I, it was very similar because he begged. He begged them. I've seen the legal documents. I've yes. seen the letters that went back and forth. Uh, he 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 was begging them to to not not fire him. Uh, his it, through his attorneys, they were saying, "You're you're you're not." You're not right in this. We we can we can recover from this. We can get through this. And Texas emphatically said, not only no, but we're going to pay you through January the fifth, and then you're out on on you're done. We're not giving you another penny. If you want to see sue us, sue us. So Texas felt awfully good about their case. So it's it's really look it's really interesting. It's when you do the thought exercise, it's it's really interesting because I think you said this earlier when I was trying to figure out what the hell's going on with my soundboard. Um, without the baggage, you wouldn't even be able to get his attorney or agent to pick up the phone. This is, this might be the only point in time where you quote unquote could hire. I mean, it almost certainly is. You're never going to get that good of a basketball coach. Again, basketball coach. You're never going to get that good of a basketball coach at Ole Miss without him being damaged goods. Unless he happened to like grow up in Oxford or something like that. I mean, you understand my point in general. You're not going to get that I, guy. You know, I hate saying never. I think in this case, you might be right. Yeah. It's, it's, I, think, I think you might be able to say never, say never. It's never. Yeah. Thanks for bearing with us, bud. I know you got a show. Appreciate you. All right, boys. All right. Letter, Jeff. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Podcast brought to you in part by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Your national champions are back for another exciting year of Ole Miss baseball. You can show your support for efforts on the field this season by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday. They're allocated into your blue priority points total and up to 90% tax deductible. You can sign up today by visiting give2athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Uh, we're also brought to you by Corinth Dental. Um, don't accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves. One smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing is available at CorinthDental.com. We're also brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, and much more. It's also uh, a great way if you are looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Give uh, Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call, 662-832-5138, or uh, check out their new and improved website at servicespecialistltd.com. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573-662-842-3844. If you're coming to town um, anytime soon, whether it's for basketball or baseball or whatever the case may be, make sure you stop by OPA. It's uh, Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square. It's a uh, perfect place to enjoy a dinner, uh, fabulous food, craft libations as well, uh, candlelit patio, so much there at OPA just off the square in Oxford. And speaking of trips, if you're uh, planning one, maybe you're thinking about spring, maybe you're thinking about summer, maybe you're already looking ahead to a holiday vacation, get in touch with John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John knows the extra attention that's needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Just give him some parameters, give him a budget, and he will give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901 494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at Regency travel.net podcast also brought to you by prime shrimp prime shrimp.com seven different flavors available for you including their most recent their new orleans barbecue style shrimp it's fantastic their signature is fantastic over pretty much everything they've got spicy options full meals in a bag and their two pound bags of individually frozen shrimp I like what's at the grocery store with separate higher quality from the New Orleans-based brand. New offer here for you now. Use code RG, that's in Rebel Grove, RG. They're going to offer 25% off five pouches or more with code RG. You can do that even if you've used them before. It's not first-time customers. It's anybody. So five pouches, RG, 25% off with Prime Shrimp. 
dot com. Jeffrey Wright. I have no idea. <laughs> It'll be all right by Monday. Oh. I know. Yeah. Apologies, everybody, because that is kind of annoying. It was annoying in my well, headset. It's not kind of annoying. It's, but I can't, none of the sound effects are on. So it's not a sound effect. Like a stuck one where it just keeps, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's possible that it's Wi-Fi, weather related. I don't think so. Nah, that would, I don't buy that. So anyway. Because I've turned that down now. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if it's, I've muted it. I think it's gone. Yeah, it's in that one. It's in the four. It's, it's in, in that the one four. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, anyway. Okay. Oh, uh, speaking of basketball, Ole Miss and uh, Vanderbilt tomorrow. Is it noon? Saturday. Saturday. Sorry, today's not Friday. Noon. Noon. Yes. Memorial Gymnasium. You can come over and watch it with me. Well, yeah, I was talking to my last night. I mean, you could jump on that Contour Airlines from Tupelo and be there in like. 45 minutes. It's really cheap. You can do a, you, you can do that whole thing in like 150 mm-hmm. bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm trying to help your coverage, Neil. I'm just saying, drive over to Tupelo. You know the way. Carson plays soccer over there. I know Tupelo really well. Jump on the contour in Nashville. No time at all. Easy flight. Two a day, actually. Um, You wrote about it. Lane Kiffin yesterday speaking to the media after our on-national signing day that has never felt less like a national signing day at all. Um, it really isn't a national signing day. I called it, it, national, a, it is a leftover day is what it is. I called it national signing day, sort of. It, it There was no juice around the day. We'll no. Put, we'll put, put that. That's fair. Uh, including the dog was not even around yesterday. Yeah. We hadn't seen the dog in a little Didn't while. Didn't see juice. You left, thought Lane was very, very good yesterday. Engaged, thought that he was... Uh, I just thought he was very frank. Very frank. I heard people saying it was whining, and I, I thought, told you. I told I know, you. I know you did. No barometer. I I, I tell depends you depends on your mood. I tell you all the time that you are the you you have you have a feel for the pulse of the Ole Miss fan that I probably do not have. I was surprised at some of the visceral reaction that people gave because they took it as whining, and I didn't. It, I I took it as okay. No, he's being honest. It, it's complicated because. He was. He was being honest. I thought he did a really good job. This is not even really a criticism of Lane Kiffin at all. I think that he told the truth in ways that, as he said, most college coaches will not tell the truth. They can't make themselves go there and have that conversation he had yesterday about, hey, you're trying to re-recruit your players and just explaining the situation. All those things are very, very true. That is that is 100% over here on the whatever. On the right, and I told you this when you called when you left, I don't think he can do it again. I don't think he can do it every time. I think that at some point, the situation is the situation is the situation, and fans just want to hear about players. They don't really want to hear about how the sausage is made in a $9 million profession. He's never going to do that. I know, but I but I think that's the thing. I, I think get you it. get it, but I don't think he can walk in every time and go, I'm just telling you guys, you got to re-recruit your players. Okay, then re-recruit your players. It's right. going to be what the average fan says. Because there's a lot of fans that want the media, and, 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 and this is not – I'm not making fun of anybody. I promise I'm not. Because if I were right now, I would just say it. It's they want you to. Hey, what did you tell me about so and so? Tell me about uh, Mana Taimani and what will his role be? Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. He's going to play offensive line. 
We really like him. Obviously, we signed him. I mean, he got asked a question about offensive line. How do you evaluate offensive line? He's like, it's different. You know, some are guards, some are centers, some are tackles. <laughs> That's what he said. I mean, he gave. We like guys who play multiple positions. He okay. gave an answer about quarterbacks that was able. You were able to take it, and, and he actually he did it where he said you know, this applies across the board. My job is to put together the best roster possible. What he was essentially saying was, I'm not really worried about whether it works out for all three guys at the end of the day. Yeah, because I had thought about asking, is it possible for you to keep three quarterbacks health uh, happy? And his answer, obviously, as expressed in the earlier answer, was, I don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. My job is to put, field the best roster possible, and we'll have a competition and see how it shakes out. Okay, he's already answered it. You know, and then there was another answer that he gave where I, I asked about, hey, what do you have to do in May? And his answer was, I don't know. Because I don't know what's going to happen in May, which is an answer that a lot of people don't like, but it's the right answer because he's going to lose guys off his current roster between now and May 1. In May, there are going to be guys on the current roster who are going to get in the portal. Now, the obvious that there are people that want like the depth chart breakdown. I don't know how you could even do that. Like, I don't know how you could look at it today and go, okay, well, here's what the depth chart looks like. I, I don't know. I mean, I, they're they're They don't have enough right now in the front seven, but you could look like a fool. If you wrote a column that says, Oh, Mrs. Defensive front seven recruiting sucks. And then in May, they add four guys out of the portal to address that issue, which is what I expect. I think you can go into it in August and go, okay, you don't have enough front seven guys. You've mismanaged your roster. But if you write that in February, you run the real risk of looking like an idiot and being not only overly negative, but not understanding the current lay of the land. It's different than what it was five years ago, where if today – if there were no transfer portal, I would look at their roster and go, holy shit, you guys didn't land linebackers and defensive linemen. You failed. You have a problem. You write that today. You show that, A, I don't understand the current landscape, and that, B, it's going to change in, potentially in May, and I just don't get it. The, the, the two things, there's two things to here. One, Edwards says not all three quarterbacks are going to be here in June. The issue with that is how are they leaving? Is If it's Dart who loses out, is he's not losing out by June. They're not going to name Spencer Sanders the starting quarterback in the spring. He would have to graduate and then transfer. And I don't, again, I could be wrong. I need to verify this. I don't see how Spencer Sanders leaves with any eligibility left simply because he you can't go take one class at Ole Miss and get an Ole Miss degree. He has to take a certain number of classes. Right. And that would take a heavy academic load throughout the spring and the summer, I guess, to then graduate in August. But, I mean, Spencer Sanders came in with like 100 hours or something. He's been right. at Oklahoma State four or five years. And I he mean, just it's, used it's, his transfer. Yeah. So, so he can't use another transfer as an undergrad. Yeah. So it's not as easy as, oh, well, somebody will just leave. Well, no, they're both in odd academic situations from that come standpoint. And then Walker Howard's just hanging out trying to be the starting quarterback next year. I mean, the scenario where one of them leaves, I suppose, is that Dart earns enough hours in May or June to graduate. And transfers, or Dart, who still has a sit-out year, transfers traditionally. Yeah, and because then, he could transfer well, yeah, someplace. Sure. Anybody and sit can go sit, right. and sit out. But I mean, like Spencer doesn't have a sit-out year. Yeah. And then the other part of this is what's. And I thought of this while Lane was saying it yesterday, because he kept talking about 
basically teams were tampering constantly that when you get to a portal window, most of the time the kids already know where they're going or at least their top few and they know NIL possibilities and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that goes even more so for the May one because anybody who was really disgruntled at the end of the season, well, they would left at that portal window. When you get to May, you've either to, to pick up, in my opinion, for the most part, I mean, there's, there's exceptions, sure, but of in general, this makes sense to me. You either tampered with players throughout the spring to go, hey, no, get in the portal. We've got a great deal. Because if you're not tampering, what quality? I mean, guys who actually can play at this level go, you know what? That spring practice sucked. I'm out. Not many. Very. I mean, maybe there's a new coach or something in some situations. But well, that's why I said yesterday. For the most part, it's like, hold on a minute. That May window, if they're really quality and can play at the upper levels of the SEC, it's because somebody tampered with somebody. Because that's not when you would make that decision. It doesn't make any sense. You know, it, I mean, if you're not tampering right now, you're not trying. And I've heard about how they tamper. They tamper through a high school coach. A relative. It's not. It's not any different than it's always been. It's a little more out in the open now. I just thought his answers were interesting because he clearly walked in there wanting to talk big picture, and he got some big picture questions. And I thought he gave some pretty interesting answers that were not pissed off. There's been a few times where I felt like he was pissed off. Yesterday, or was even not, resigned. He's had some resigned days. That, maybe that's a, even a better word for it. Probably is a better word for it. I, I thought yesterday he was more just engaged in having a conversation about it. He called it pay for play, which is what it is. He referred to it being professional sports, but without the guardrails, which is um, exactly what it is. It's what I've been saying for a long time. He's, he's sharpened his point into a more accurate one when, when he always talked about it's a professional league, professional league. Now he's giving the caveat that is most important in that. Well, clearly other people yeah. have, who he listens to probably significantly more than he listens to me. I'm not sure if he listens to me at all. But significantly, who he listens to have said the same thing, which is, Lane, you keep saying it's professional sports except for the fact that it's not. And it's not in, in that professional athletes pick pick a sport any sport professional they sign a contract the contract has terms if a if an nfl player we'll, we'll stick with football since we're talking about football if you're drafted as a rookie well you are given a rookie scale deal that i think is a three-year deal it incrementally goes up the salary or whatnot and then at the end of that three-year deal you are eligible for Free agent options. Free agent opportunities, right. I think you can become a restricted free agent or whatever the case may be. I might be getting my sports confused. But the point is, is that there is a, there's a system in place, a regulatory system that has been collectively bargained. So when young players go, this system sucks. Okay, well, the next time that the, the, the contract, the labor agreement expires, you can, we can renegotiate it. But you don't have that in college sports. You don't have contracts. You don't have a system. You don't have collective bargaining, and they're not employees. And so given that, it's professional sports, except for the fact that it's not professional sports whatsoever. It's the wild, wild west. And it's the larger conversation. We had it last week with the idiot California assemblyman, and the whole deal is you go full employment, and the players rebel. You know what I mean? They don't want full employment because suddenly the players are – 
paying for some of the extra stuff. They're paying taxes to a higher level. I mean, there's stuff where they go, no, 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 what that? So the, the players want their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Well, and here lately they've got. What's well, my point? It's just running amok in that direction. That's why you know we're going to have McCready and Siski today, and Tyler is going to come in here, and 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 he and I are probably going to have an argument because. And I agree with his tenant, though. He says there's a quick solution to this. Okay, I, 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 I read his post yesterday. Okay, so, so we'll tease it with this. Because he and I are going to talk it. You and I might talk about it here in a minute. He says that the solution to this is you let them get paid, let them have all the NIL they want, but if you transfer, you sit a year. No matter period. what. The end, of the end, that's the rule. If you transfer, you sit a year. And I'm sitting here look, look, reading it going, Okay, You're right, Tyler. And no way in hell. I agree with you, but that ain't happening. No. That, They're not taking that right away from the players. That genie is out of the bottle. She is free. She is loving her freedom. Because that's the problem here. I mean, as this, it, again, dies from the roots, all that stuff, all those caveats, if you guys listen to us every day, it's what would save it, and no one is to do it. No way. Well, you tell that genie after she's been out yeah, of the bottle, no she's way. been out living her best life, hey, Jeannie, hop back in the bottle here. She's like, oh, no. No, no. I'm living my life. I, I have a, my Prada bag. Yeah. I've been going to this this bar over here that has these cosmopolitan. No. No, no, no. I'm not going back. Uh-uh. No. No way. They would not be able to push it through legislation. No, because it would get someone would fight it. Well, players. They would and the win. NCAA is like, we've. here's what's happened. We've just. It's. It, I don't know that there's a fix. The NCAA for years and years and years fought for this model without fought for its old model without budging. They never compromised. They never gave an inch. And in defense of the NCAA, I know, I know they didn't give an inch because they knew that once you gave an inch, this the other happen. side was going to say, okay, we want a mile. No, no, we're giving you two inches. No, we want two miles. There was never going to be a compromise. And they knew it. So they fought for the old model as hard as they could. They dug in. And when they finally lost and the dams broke and the pandemic hit and then all the social justice stuff hit in 2000 with everybody marching everywhere and everybody do, they just went, screw it. We can't win. And in this climate, fighting this is, is political suicide. So have it. And so everything, instead of coming in incrementally, came in at once. And the truth is, it's over. It is what it is. This is what it is. You're never, everyone keeps talking about regulating it. Kiffin talked about a system of regulations yesterday. And, and I'm not, this is not me picking on Lane. I get what he's saying. It's not happening. And the sport's going to die. Yes. Eventually, not today. Again, it's even. Tumor's Corner, man. They've poisoned the trees. But if you just drive by the trees, you don't notice. They look like the trees until they don't. And I realize that sounds fatalistic and people are like, you make a living off this. You shouldn't say this. I'm just being honest. I don't think this is going to be appealing to the mainstream fan five years from now, 10 years from now. You're always going to have the people that are going to come back and they're going to hang out in the Grove and they're going to go to the games and stuff. But more and more people are going to be like, this isn't what I don't recognize the players. If you if you're turning your roster over fifty percent or more every single year, 
No one recognizes the players. And people go, pro sports do that. No, they don't. No, they don't. The end of your roster gets turned over a lot of years. But no, if you're a pick a team, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you've watched Josh Allen. You've watched Diggs. You've watched these guys come up, play on your team. If you're a Bengals fan, you still got next year, you still got T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow, and you've got that defense that's going to have seven or eight starters returning. You know the kicker. He's been there. He's made the big kick, right? You've had those guys. That's sports. Carson is a big Thunder fan. And so he's got these guys that are going to be on the Thunder for five, six, seven, eight, nine years. You don't have that in college sports. If everything's just a one year, I, I don't I don't think I don't think it works. And the whole thing with calling them employees, what do you do about Title IX? What do you do about all of that stuff? It's such a major problem that if you're sitting in an athletics department listening to this today, you're probably shaking your head and going, please stop telling everybody. But they they know it's it's not manageable. Well, what no, take it beyond that. If if you work for a business, yeah, sure, there's some companies that would give you all the perks and whatever. You're paying for your own insurance in some cases, or at least premiums or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're paying for your own lunch, paying for your own health care to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, oh, suddenly, I mean, I read that number. The average athlete at Ole Miss, on average, gets $64,000 a year in perks. Scholarship, every, you know, everything built in, weight rooms, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, suddenly, the university, if you're an employee, just hands you a bill. goes... Yeah, we're paying you, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, no, you're I mean, right. You don't, so, you don't get all of it. So if you're it, gonna, it's doable. If you're it's gonna, back to the revenue sharing thing because when revenue sharing comes in to any degree, it literally kills the college model at that moment. Yes. That is it. Yes. It's over, and it becomes minor league football, college edition, the Oxford Rebels, or whatever. I don't know. I mean, figure out how it went. And it's, I mean, look, we have a good, a, a good indication of that today. There's four freaking professional football leagues in the United States starting in the spring. Four. The USFL and the XFL and all that crap is back. Nobody watches that stuff. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, NESPARC, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 MBPS, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So to get the best internet in Lafayette County, also parts of Union and Pontotoc counties, that's 662-238-3159. Remind me to say something about Pat Kelsey in a second. We're uh, also brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a uh, probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured uh, right here inside Mississippi. If you take diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medication, cholesterol medications, they can cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But uh, Chris formulated a product that's called Prescription Support, puts those vitamins back into your body, uh, helps with those side effects, makes you more compliant in taking your meds, helps you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout to get 10% off your order. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just one dollar. 
Shop now at astock.bid. Download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. Um, A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So if you don't don't miss out, if you want it, bid it, win it. We're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the uh, Jackson area in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Walk-On's Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, um, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland today. And if you haven't tried Dead Soxy, now's the time. DeadSoxy.com, best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Uh, go to uh, DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. Get 25% off all orders, including sale items, at DeadSoxy.com. Guys, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so get that special lady something she will love at Style Assembly, Women's Boutique on the Square, offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, sunglasses, and more. They know all women aren't built the same, so they carry sizes ranging from extra small to 2XL. Also know that all budgets aren't built the same, so they offer a variety of price points as well. Ladies can create a wish list in the store or over the phone. It's left on file. Guys can call, stop by, pick something off the list she's guaranteed to love. It's a win-win. They'll even wrap it up and have it waiting on you. They sell gift cards, take the guesswork out of buying. And if you're not in Oxford, no problem. They ship. Simply place a DM order that way. Stop by 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig in Oxford or call the store 662-638-3163. Ask for Kate. She's the owner and she will personally help you out at Style Assembly. Well, I said this yesterday, right, to somebody. I said there's a lot of people who are passionate about the Atlanta Braves, correct? Your grandfather probably big Braves fan. Yeah, yeah. Watches yeah. them pretty much every day. Did sure. Yeah, yeah. R- knows about Acuna. Remember Dale Murphy? Remember? Did he watch the Gwinnett Braves? Does he keep up with the Gwinnett Braves? Wouldn't even know the top player when he came up for the stint for the minute. You know what I mean? Like the the prospect who comes up and makes the September call or anything. I'm going like to guess that. he's not a one off. Yeah. I'm a pretty big Cubs fan. I, I I watch the Cubs routinely. I keep up with the Cubs. I don't keep up with the Iowa Cubs might follow their Twitter account but I couldn't tell you who Iowa's opening the season with couldn't tell you whether they're on a six game winning streak or a six game losing streak and don't care why because it's not the top level yeah it's not the Cubs go to a high school basketball game they start with the JV game not many people there some parents that 22 year old raising hell well, she was she was tough but you understand my point you got to be careful. And, but here's the thing with, with the, making them employees. Well, then they're going to want to collectively bargain an agreement. Who are, they who are they collectively bargaining with? Because the, 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 the deal they would bargain with the Pac-12 would be completely different than the deal they would bargain with the American. Mm-hmm. So do you have to do a, a college football commissioner who homogenizes the sport? I mean, good luck. What's the SEC's incentive to be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll collectively bargain with the American. 
with the Sun Belt. Yeah, sounds good. Not going to do it. So how do those deals get struck? It's just not it's not realistic. It's much it, the NFL has 32 franchises. You have a commissioner, you have 32 franchises, you have TV deals that they all benefit from and they all draft draft from the same pool of players and you collectively bargain a labor agreement. And you have set rules that are easy to to uh administer. Self-preservation then is finding some sort of revenue sharing that doesn't bankrupt every damn body in the world, and the new commission is the head of the SEC and the Big Ten, and that's 32 teams? Maybe. Been saying that for a while. It's going to take somebody with just an absolute cutthroat mentality that goes, okay, so here's the deal. This doesn't work. This would. We're out. Do you want to save it or don't you? Yeah. This is terminal. This is malignant. So Yeah. We can all sit here and die on the vine. Or, yeah, that's what I think. Is that going to happen? I I don't know. Hey, ESPN, what if we just all play each other? You pay for that? Yeah, we'll pay for that. ESPN would pay for that. Because what what you're asking of the fan today, what you're asking of the fan today is this. And I'm not talking about the diehard, because God bless you guys. Love all of you. Wish there was 25,000 of you. But I'm talking about the casual fan. You're saying, hey, Pay more for tickets. Also, we need you to help pay the players. Yeah. And then the fan goes, well, wait a minute. Where's all that TV money go? Why don't you pay the players? I got to pay for Jenny's braces. Little Johnny has to get a new bat. Because he's playing travel ball. He's eight. I don't know if you've noticed, but stuff's expensive. Interest rates went up. Inflation is up. Eggs are expensive. At some point, people go, screw it. Or I can just sit at home and watch it on television until I don't care anymore. And then they start watching on television. They're like, who are these guys? I recognize the uniform. Who are the players? Just let's play it out where there's a scenario where Jackson Dart's not the quarterback next year. It's like, wait, Spencer Sanders? I thought he played at Oklahoma State. Oh, he's here for how, how long is he here? One year. Just one year. Yeah. It's not appealing to the average fan. Tighter media coverages, all the stuff. I mean, Again, it's, it's, it wasn't that long ago that people followed Dexter McCluster for four years. Yeah. Saw him get hurt. So I'm come back, become one of the sport's most exciting players. Mike Wallace was here a while. Patrick Willis was here a while. Eli Manning was here for five years. Yeah. Hell, Bo Wallace transferred, and he was here for three. Bo was here for three. Jevin Sneed was here for two, three? Two. Yeah. Red shirt plus the two. Yeah, so three. Yeah. He was on the, on the radar for three years. Yeah. Different. It's fixable. It's not too late. C.J. Johnson came here and was here for a long time. A.J. Brown was here for three years. D.K. was here for three years. Yeah. Everybody talks about Dawson Knox never scoring a touchdown, but he was here for a long time. It's one of the reasons. I mean, I get it's winning and a lot of other stuff too, but it's one of the reasons why baseball is popular. Players are around for a while. Of course. Of course it is. I mean, it, it well, is. Tim Elko was very popular. Why? People, people had seen... 
Tim go through ups and downs. Yeah. Tore his ACL. Came back, limped around. Watched that team lose, right? Mm -hmm. You watch the team lose. Mm -hmm. Then you watch a team do the – but there was, those guys were still there. It was the same group of guys. This year when they go out there, people will recognize Peyton Chatney, Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. Those guys have been out there for a while. And frankly, this is this is the truth. Even the teams that you hate. You know the dudes. Like when LSU shows up, you're like, that dude's really good. Yeah, Dylan Cruz, God. Yeah, he's, is he still there? Yeah. Right. Look, it, it's and it's it's a point Ryan made is a lot of these conversations don't make it to the top of the food chain in football because Ohio State and Georgia and Alabama are still rolling in all the ways and their fans are engaged and all those different things. Mm -hmm. They haven't seen that because they haven't fallen off enough for this to matter to the level it does everywhere else. But you're talking about literally six programs in the country, five programs in the country, Shit, maybe say, three. I was going to say I think six is too big of yeah, a number. Maybe three carry everybody else is whatever dovetailing that. The reason why it's working in baseball is the portal goes on. It's Ole Miss is one of those, so they're not losing their best sure. players to other teams in sure. the same way that, I mean, they went and took Northwestern's best player. They took Tulane's best player. I mean, people talk uh, about college basketball as having died off a little bit. Well, college yeah. basketball sort of became a sport of just one and done. I mean, I read Texas's roster. Texas one of the top fifteen teams in the country, and it was just a bunch of transfers. Yeah, I mean, that's who the hell those people are. I mean, the most college part. basketball's glory days. Shaq was at LSU for three years. Mm -hmm. Grant Le Hill was around. Christian Leitner was at Duke for four years. Grant Hill was at Duke for three years. I mean, mm -hmm. the big names. Penny yeah. Hardaway played at Memphis for multiple years. Mm -hmm. That's when the sport grew. Patrick Ewing was at Georgetown for four years. Remember that? I mean, Georgetown was like household. He knew all the players because Patrick Ewing was there forever. Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler were at Houston for multiple years. That's the sports changed. Probably not in the best way. Yeah. I'm really glad that uh Jaden Rashadas found his home, signed with Arizona State yesterday. Forks up. Kenny Dillingham. His dad played at Arizona State. So really it's just a legacy with an easy recruitment. Ended up right where his dad was, the whole deal. So he's been there now for twenty four hours. So what's the over under on how long? Yeah. How long does Jaden Rashad? He will not be on the roster fall of 24 for sure. 23 for sure. 24. Yeah. 24. Okay. He'll be here one year. One year. Yeah. Fall of 24. He's a one and done. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. He, uh, he tweets yesterday. Just want to start off by thanking the Lord for my journey and the strength to get through whatever, whatever it was. And he has put in front of me. God Thank was you like, to everybody Jayden, who Jayden, truly I can't, knows I can't spend me more time me. on you here. Just want to keep this short and let it be known. I'll be attending Arizona state university, my childhood dream school. My father's alma mater place where I'm happy. And a school where the head coach has always had my back. No shot there at Billy uh -oh. Napier. Nope. Glad to truly be home. Can't wait to carry on the family name at the university and start my journey. Forks up. Forks up. Forks up. Tempe, Arizona for Jaden Rashada. Louisville finally won a college basketball game last night. Talk about a program that absolutely sucks. Uh, yeah. it's all of a sudden out of nowhere. Kenny Payne having a rough time. Three and nineteen overall. Now one and ten in the ACC after they went over Georgia Tech mm. last night. Not good for. I needed to look up. I meant to look up Florida's net to see what it did after winning. They're six and three in the league now. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I didn't watch that game, but it was good. They played. They locked in on defense. They kind of. They're out, fine. They outwilled Tennessee. Yeah. Um, somebody asked. Yeah, the, other than the NFL, the other three are the XFL, the USFL, and the AFL. They are all playing in the spring. If you had one league, you at least could be financially 
viable and you could be the thing people watch when you have the, three the hardcore football fans. you're diluting talent and resources and yeah. you're all killing each other by there being three leagues there if there was one league i'd go maybe yeah there aren't enough players to play god no that much no 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 at all and as i was uh making the joke as we started the show um yeah kirk farron's announced yesterday there would be no staff changes this year at the university of iowa so power baby Dude. He's like, look, you go tell my wife that we fired our son and not gonna do it. He's got he's got McNamara now. They'll be fine. It's the worst OC in college football. They've got Cade McNamara now. It's all worked out. They do. They have sure. <laughs> better at quarterback. They are better at quarterback. He is better. They had a tight end who's going to first round. Do they? Yeah. They're gonna throw him the football. Well, he's gone now. Oh, they went he's going first. to the oh, first okay, round. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. My fault. Apologize. They have a DB that's at the Senior Bowl who like just lit up the forty. Apparently, did something in some sort of drill that all the NFL people were like, "Whoa, oh, yeah, really, yeah." Senior Bowl's fun. Oh it's yeah, good. no, yeah, no. It's, I mean, it, it's fun. Senior Bowl's a real deal. If you've never been to a Senior Bowl practice and you're interested in the NFL, you should go because it's it's a who's who of NFL people there. Um. Good bit of college basketball uh, tonight. I'm going to talk to uh, Hugh Kellenberger here in a little bit. He's now the uh, college basketball golf editor for The Athletic. So we'll talk uh, ask him about Chris Beard, see what he thinks, go through some uh, yeah. some basketball stuff there uh, with him. So uh, that and more coming up. So it'll be Henry's guys tonight in that uh, It'll be uh, Hugh, and then I'm going to talk to Cole Patterson of Rivals.com. Right. We're going to talk some uh, recruiting. We'll look back on this class we'll look ahead to 2024 he was in madison for the um, mesh media day the other day so we'll talk about some of those guys there's a thread um i left the recruiting thread open if you want to ask questions for cole i'll try to get to some of those um yeah <laughs> sounding day come and gone baby it's it's all uh, over yeah 67 54 over the balls last night um Florida outscored them by six in the first half and seven in the second half for that 13 point win no, they, yesterday. It was a, it was a, if you're a Gator, Colin Castleton was terrific. The yeah. Gators were good. Um, I know Auburn beat Georgia. 94 73. Tigers now seven and two in the SEC. Auburn yeah. now four. I mean, Georgia now four and five. It's been okay. And then uh, last night, Missouri did beat LSU 87 77. That one. Um, yeah. They were up huge at the break and then kind of coasted in from there. So, Missouri now five and four in the SEC. LSU one and eight in the SEC. There with uh, with Ole Miss. So. Yeah, all right. As of this moment, Missouri's a tournament team. So oh, no, they're yeah. yeah, sure. So all right, all right. back tonight with you uh, for uh, that. Be pre recorded as we mentioned with uh, Cole and Hugh, and we will talk to you again live on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.